Welcome back to the Philby and Bendy Show. Philby, would you like to say hello? It's Philby. And we are also joined by our good friends Neil. How's it going? And PJ. What's happening, guys? We'd like to point out that this podcast is brought to you by Wine in a Mug. It's, it's not, not Joe. What do you know? know? Thank you, guys. We are currently drinking Lake Erie's finest Buccia wine in our mugs today. Uh, I think Philby has a question. PJ, what do you think about being a primary investor in It's Not Joe? You know, I think that this is a great idea. I can't believe nobody's ever thought of it before. Just Philby. Just <laughs> Philby. It's incredible. This guy's like idea central. Um, however, I would like to see a detailed business plan before, you know, I, you know, kind of bring, but I guess that's where Ben comes in, right? How do I come into this? The, the oh, detailed business the plan. plan. Didn't oh. you, yeah, didn't you do something like that in college? No, we were just going to wing it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of winging it, Neil would like to tell us the real definition of where winging it came from. Uh, that's right. This was my GChat status from a couple days ago. But uh, the term winging it comes from uh, in the olden days when they put on stage shows. I think it was in uh, England. Uh, when someone was just improvising or didn't really rehearse, they would look to the wings uh, on the sides of the stage for cue cards or someone to feed them their lines. So that's where we get the term winging it. The more you know. The more you know. Knowing is half the battle. G.I. <laughs> Joe. We've had a few would you rathers uh, sent in to us recently, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask Philby the first one here. This is actually from your brother Matt, Matt Bowerly. Maybe he will be a future guest on here. His question is Little Rascal themed, and it is the following. Would you rather be a sissified Tweety Bird or a double-crossing Mud Muncher, Philby? Double-crossing Mud Muncher. What? Would you Easy. like to find That's a terrible Easy. thing. Why? It, mud actually has a lot of micronutrients in it. I know this because I'm a gardener. Take that, Neil. What's think, your response, Neil? I don't think he's actually talking about mud. I think he means shit. Well, whatever. Go ahead, then. <laughs> well, it's Little Rascal's theme, though. Would uh, you be I sure guess that it is that's... Little Rascal's theme. What, what, you would rather be a sissified Tweety Bird? Yes, I would. You'd rather be... be a sissy. Then double-crossing? Yes. I don't want to double-cross Oh, a sissy. Anyone. All right, well, you're a wimp. <laughs> PJ, your thoughts on this? I mean, double-crossing is, uh... That's, that's pretty bad stuff. Well, I'd like to piggyback on that, and I would also like to ask you a more serious would-you-rather from someone named Kathy. I have no idea who that is. Um, <laughs> question posed to you is... Would you rather go way back in time and meet your ancestors pre-1800 or go way into the future and meet your great-grandchildren post-2200? Definitely grandchildren. Well, I didn't ask you, Phoebe. I asked oh, PJ. my bad. Yeah, way to cut in on my uh, special It's tough. We're, we're interrupting the flow of this uh, usually seamless podcast, so. No, but I agree, Phoebe. I would rather go into the future. I mean, 1800s, you know, you can read in a book or whatever. you got to see your genetic You can legacy. read about your relatives in a book. Yeah, I can, I can see how I've screwed up a generation of children. <laughs> so what might go into the future? What do you think uh, future grandchildren and whatnot, what do you think you would see? What do you expect? Would you pass on your Steelers season tickets to them? <laughs> oh, I would hope they would still be in the family. I mean, there's four of us, so I don't know, you know, how those would pass down. But I do hope that uh, our, my parents just bought some property a couple years ago, as uh, everyone here in this podcast has been. Uh, We've been up at the cabin, and uh, that, hopefully, land and cabin will uh, stay within the family for a good while. Now, just to clarify, this cabin is a little bit different from PJ's cabin, where his mom is uh, uh, slaughtering helpless animals. Phil, Phil, Philby's Phil's cabin. cabin. Yeah, sorry, Philby's cabin. There is no slaughtering of animals at this cabin. Now, I'd like to weigh in a little bit here. I think that I would rather go back to the 1800s and see my relatives, because I literally have no idea where they were at. I'd like to see where they stood in the Civil War where I got to 
be where I am right now, et cetera, et cetera. Neil, your thoughts on this? I agree uh, with Bendy. Once again, Philby and PJ are wrong. Idiots. Um, but I do have a question, uh, and maybe Kathy can answer this at some point, but if I were to go back, would I be allowed to, uh, much like Biff in Back to the Future Part 2, would I be allowed to pass on information uh, to my ancestors and maybe give them stock tips or games to bet on, things like that, so that I could become wealthy. But it's so unethical. I don't care. Unethical. <laughs> Not a double crosser. <laughs> and would you exist as the person who you are today? I think if, if, you did the, that? if the scientifically accurate documentary filmed in real time, Back to the Future, shows us uh, that yes. I'm not so sure about that. It didn't turn out so well for Biff. <laughs> it did not turn out for well for Biff. After that, that movie, true. you can only land a small part in Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> so, but Neil and Ben, do you guys... Uh, here's another question for you. Do you like Back to the Future 3 better, or Back to the Future 2? Now, is 3 the I was one th- I was in the Wild West? This. Yes. Uh, I don't like so the Wild West like one. it seems like you guys, based on your answer to that question, would uh, be more... In, you'd have more enjoyment watching Back to the Future Part 3. No, one and two. One and two all the yeah, way. Yeah, two... By the time three came around, they were just trying too hard. It was too much of the same stuff, and... Oh, uh, look at that. That's Here's, the point. That's what, they're all the same movie. Well, I know that, but I think they got a little lazy with three. And, In what ways? Well, just because two was so good and so creative, and there was all kinds of jumping so, back and forth in time. Story-wise or just plot-hole-wise? Uh, story-wise, I think. I tend to agree on that. I just don't think The Wild West is that interesting in terms of Back to the Future movies. I agree. You don't have it. I want to see more flying cars. I want to see less... more moms hitting on their sons. <laughs> <laughs> and less of uh, less of ginormous refrigerators that all they do is make one cube of ice at a time. Boring. New segment here. We are going to ask Philby his top ten favorite movies. Philby, your top ten favorite movies go. Number one, Jurassic Park. Number two, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Number three, Born. Wait. What? Which one? Born Trilogy. That doesn't count. That's three. No, it's one, and it's a group. Alright, fine. Wait, what about the new one? Isn't it four? It would be four, I guess, but it's different from Damon. I mean, I saw it twice. Why did you see it twice? And Uh, why did you see it a second time after vowing to me that you wouldn't see that again? (laughs) I saw it a second time by myself as a matinee, and You're still not answering my question. (laughs) And wanted a big tub of popcorn. You're still not answering my question. Why couldn't you see another movie and have popcorn? I... I wanted to fill in some of the whole plot holes. What I plot holes? Wait, what plot holes did you miss? And they briefly mentioned like eighteen different di- uh, groups that they were training and prepping to be. You know, it started in Treadstone with Jason Bourne, yeah. then it moved on to Treadstone and Blackbriar, and then yeah. in this one they were like, "Oh, and we have fourteen side projects that no one knew about in the government." Spoiler okay. alert. Well, yeah, no, really. it was it was the first. That's in the first half hour of the movie. <laughs> I'd like to note that those are also uh, mentioned in the previews for it as well. Yeah. So okay. So wait, what did you what did you miss? The, are you trying to go back and look up on Wiki all these different uh, well, secret shadow wanted, government agents? I just wanted to see if I truly thought it ruined it retroactively poisoned the first three, or if it was actually a uh, so you were you were your timelines were off. Is yeah, what you're saying? That's all. Now, okay. do you like it any better having seen it the second time, or are you still firmly in the camp that? You didn't like it. I mean, the drone sh- stuff was pretty cool, but, uh, I mean, I'll buy it from a red box. <laughs> why would you buy... A, why glowing, you, a glowing review from Filthy. <laughs> why do you keep going back to a movie that you hate so much? It's part of the, it's part of the group. You sound like a drug dealer saying, <laughs> or someone hooked on drugs, well, it's really bad for me, but I'll keep buying it. So what you're saying is, it's basically like Rocky Five and the Rocky <laughs> series of movies, and... It, 
it could not count, in my opinion, but I also don't mind. I gotta own it to complete the collection. Okay. Do you yeah, think Jeremy Renner? Do you think Jeremy Renner is a good replacement in general, though? Is it the movie that you don't like, or is it the combination of him? It was just how they tried to tie the move, this movie in with the three before it. Well, why wouldn't they? Well, but it was it, they tried too hard. So you think it should be like a James Bond, it where they just bit, its own separate movie? It should have been a little bit loose, more loosely tied. Okay. You know, mentioned. I can it agree a, with that. It was a government program gone berserk. Okay. Are there any tie-ins to the Avengers initiative in this movie? <laughs> uh, I believe Samuel L. Jackson runs through and says, Avengers, 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 and then runs away. <laughs> is, that, is that why you haven't seen it? <laughs> is that what you think the Avengers is filming? Is this why you haven't seen Avengers yet? Yeah. You still haven't seen it? <laughs> no, I still have not. <laughs> oh my god. Philby thinks that every movie, the one of the main characters just runs through and says the movie title at some point. <laughs> Godfather, Godfather, Godfather. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Now, do you think, comparing contrast, James Bond, the Bourne series, what do you like better? They're different. Yeah, uh, but yes, if I... thank you. <laughs> Captain Obvious. Uh, other than the fact that they're different, which do you like better? Uh, I'd say, I, I guess I like the Bonds better. They're a much more classic spy, and da- you know, it's a dashing gentleman compared to... Uh, an amnesiac. Ooh, good so you didn't like it though when Bourne tried to tie things together, but when Bond has different actors playing different roles, right, in but, every single movie. But they they just keep they just keep the same storyline stretching. But in the Bourne, they were reaching back so much, and they oh, were reaching okay. so around you're saying for if they had tried to change points. things in James Bond right, retroactively. Right. They, they were they feel. were trying to fill holes using past material to fill holes. It was just bizarre how they reached back and tried to use old material in the new movie, whereas it just was a continuous stream. Uh, did they use old clips from the old movies? They uh, not few. Well, they uh, two pictures. And yeah. They bring him up. It's a, It's running simultaneous to the third Bourne movie, where Jason Bourne is in New York, um, and this is also going on simultaneously. Yeah, so. and I mean, James Bond was James Bond from, whether it was Roger Moore, Sean Connery, or any of the other guys, Pierce Brosnan, he was James Bond, mm-hmm. whereas this one is a sideline plot with a different a different character. Now, I don't want to linger on this too much, but I think that's, it's just better. It's the, he's, not, he's not trying to be Matt Damon or live up to it. He's his own character on his own story. Yeah, um, I agree. I just think they retroactively. I mean, it, you don't see Jason Bourne trudging through Alaska training and getting drone. Uh, that's what drone I'm saying. Missiles. They they created well, spoiler. They created 14 different branches. That's what I was. That's why I went to see it a second time as a matinee. But you still didn't. Did they like really it. create 14 different branches? Were you no, just talking about 14 there's different two, people? There's two or three. No, it, there was a whole desk. I saw it twice. I know. It's 14 there was, exaggeration there was number. a desk full of documents, confidential for your eyes only. For Philby's eyes. So wait, so that proves that there are 14 different... It's all just a bunch. uh, Whatever. whatever. Alright, sorry. We interrupted your your top 10 movie list and got off on this tangent. Tangent, yeah. I want to ask one more question, though, while we're still here. (laughs) We'll come back to this. Jeremy Renner, Daniel Craig, better action star in general. Anyone you can answer, go. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Philby Mm -hmm. says Jeremy Renner. Neil. I don't know. I mean, I think Daniel They're Craig probably... They're cumulative work. Yeah. Daniel Craig probably has more potential. He hasn't done much other than Bond, right? Uh, he was in the Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, that's right. He was in that World <laughs> War II movie where he's, uh, uh, he escapes. Uh, I haven't the seen road. it, but... No. No, no it was uh, the... 
Defiance. Defiance, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think he probably has more potential. I think Jeremy Renner's kind of peaked. I mean, he, he was great in the town. He was great in the Avengers. Even his little cameo in Thor was pretty good, too. But, like, I don't think Jeremy Renner has much more room to grow. I think Daniel Craig is going to be a lot more ass-kicking as the time goes on. I have to agree. I think Daniel Craig has the better uh, acting chops as well and the resume. And I'm looking forward to his new spawn. But, PJ, what do you think? Jeremy Renner, Daniel Craig? Uh, yeah, I think Daniel Craig. So oh, we're all in agreement. So, so yeah. That's great. All right. Okay, so Philby, I'm it's sorry. It's those ice blue eyes. <laughs> it's true. Well, that's why they cast him as James Bond. That's, that's right. their reasoning. Philby, the rest <laughs> of your because favorite. he was a good actor. Anyway. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Philby, the rest of your movies. Number four, Caddyshack. Five, No Country for Old Men. Six, Wet Hot American Summer. Seven, Night of the Living Dead. Eight, Zombie Which Night of the Living Dead? The original. Okay. Only the original. Uh, eight, Zombieland. Nine, Oceans. <laughs> Zombieland. <laughs> Ten, True Grit Remake. Because it sticks to the storyline much better than the original one. Okay, wait a minute. Sorry, I have to get back. Oceans? Are you including Oceans 12? Because that was god awful. Oh, terrible. Oceans 12 is the asterisk of that whole okay. organization. It's definitely Oceans 11 and Oceans 13. Uh, see, I think you either got to go with the whole trilogy or you got to count them as two separate movies. Mm. This list is null and void. Oh man, do I have to vacate all my wins? Yeah. But Philby, <laughs> if you could pick just one out of any of those, Ocean's Eleven, then that's your favorite all-time oh. movie. No, no, not all-time <laughs> movie. No. Sorry, I not get ahead of ourselves out of that here. trilogy. It's Ocean's Eleven, but no, definitely Jurassic Park. I can Jurassic watch Jurassic Park over. is amazing. I can watch that over and over and over. Just again. lone first Jurassic Park. Yeah, right. No, no, no T Rexes no, in no, LA. No, no. Um, definitely flopped on the second one and definitely picked it. To its full potential in the third one. That was awesome. No, it was not. He's shaking his head, something you can't see over your computers. Favorite Jurassic Park character, Dr. Grant? Um, Dr. Muldoon. The guy who gets eaten by the raptor. Not the kid who gets electrocuted? No, no, Tim, no. Timmy. <laughs> Wait, no. Newman? No, no that's no. Nedry. Oh, okay. Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> Hold on He's to your butts. <laughs> I'd like to cut into this broadcast to note that we have just recently received another Would You Rather from Kelly Martin. She says, I'll go morbid. Would you rather drown or freeze to death? PJ, you go first. You know, actually, this goes back to James Bond a little bit. In uh, in the first Daniel Craig one, Casino Royale, when uh, Vesper drowns, uh, I think it's like such a vivid... Uh, I mean, su- such good acting on her part of what you would think it would be like to drown. Which is um, water filling was, your lungs and... Well, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, her, the is. emotions on her face and everything like that. I mean, I, yeah, I think drowning is probably a lot faster than freezing to death. I've heard freezing to death is very peaceful. Ah, uh, you can't drown me. I'm a swimmer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a challenge? <laughs> For our next segment next week, we'll, uh, we'll be drowning Philby in a pool. Neil, drowning or freezing to death? Um, yeah, you're right. I think the drowning would probably be quicker, but probably more painful. Uh, I think I'd have to go with freezing. Okay. Uh, Philby, you never really answered, though. Oh, <laughs> would you rather drown or freeze? Easily freeze. Yeah? Yeah. It's yeah. not would you rather, what's more likely? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd like to thank Kelly for submitting that in real time. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Since we're on a movie theme, I think we should also think about what our favorite scary movie is, since we're so close to Halloween. 
Very timely. And not scary movie from the scary movie comedy <laughs> group, but from actual scary movies. And mine would be What Lies Beneath. It was the first scary movie I saw in the big screen when I was in seventh grade. And it was terrifying. Wow, that was the first movie you saw on the big screen? The first scary movie oh, first I saw on the big screen. I didn't go Well, to you're old enough to see it. That's no surprise coming from a badger murdering mom or whatever it was. Porcupine. Or porcupine, excuse me. Now, that's different because off air you said it was Night of the Living Dead. Oh, well, I mean, Night of the Living Dead is my favorite to rewatch, but it definitely was the, uh, yeah, that was my favorite first one to see okay. on the big screen. Mine's probably The Exorcist. Whoa! Yeah. It was uh, that that was again that was the first scary much like Phil. It was the first scary movie I saw, but not in the theaters because I'm not that old. But <laughs> that was the first time I remember actually being very freaked out by a movie. And um, I mean, there was no blood. There was just I mean, she puked a lot. That was gross. But uh, they did a lot without being slasher or um, overly violent. Artistic. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, it won a, it won Academy Awards too. Yeah, I think so. And apparently it's, uh, I heard a story the other day about being on set was really funny because the girl, Linda Blair, uh, would, uh, you know, she had this filthy mouth in it and is talking like that. And then they'd yell cut and she'd ask for a milkshake because she was like a 12 year old. Well, it's like the the kid in The Shining who was uh, eight or nine years old and he had no idea what the movie was even about. They just told him what to do. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to go with my favorite movie is the first and best, yeah, is uh, Halloween. Because uh, it was around the time when uh, Blockbuster still existed, and we'd go there and we rent Halloween just all the time. We'd watch it, and it wasn't, uh, it had that single, uh, that piano theme song to it mm-hmm. as he just lumbered along. Yeah. You could never seem to kill him. It was on Halloween. Is that Michael Myers? Yes, Michael Myers. And they had the cop who could just never seem to catch him, and just like seemed like a raving lunatic all the time trying yeah. to catch him. And uh, some of the other movies were good, but the first and original. I think is my favorite. Yeah, I definitely... Um, well, the one movie that gave me nightmares when I was a little kid was Ghostbusters. What? That's not even a scary movie. <laughs> it was there are freaky. scary parts. There are okay. scary parts. But no, no, then I stopped watching it for a long time, then I was a teenager and I watched it. I was like, what? I'm an idiot. Did Rick Moranis scare you a lot? Oh, yeah. I'm the gatekeeper, you <laughs> game master. <laughs> but I think I'd have to go with uh, either Candyman, uh, oh, which I watched man. in Chicago, like nearby that... You know, place where it all happened, which is actually quite scary. Um, or the Sixth Sense, which is quite the uh, quite thinker. The, M Night Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan Ding, Dong. Ding Dong. That was his Shyamalan first, twist, first and best movie. Uh, exactly with uh, Bruce Willis. He peaked really early. Haley Joel Osment, aka uh, Mac from All of Sunny. Now. <laughs> really excited about that coming back. If you haven't, if you haven't seen the new promo for the It's Always Sunny season, do yourselves a favor and check it out, everyone. It's really funny. We are currently sitting here watching the Wisconsin-Nebraska game on mute. The receiver has just fittingly dropped a long bomb from Nebraska, and then they ran into the punter. Really sweeted that one up. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like he would want to be better at football at this very moment. Philby, <laughs> if you could be better at a sport, what sport would it be? Just one sport. Uh, I'd say my sport I'd want to be better at would be basketball. Um, as glamorous as permanent pick it sounds and as essential as it is. No, explain that. For people who don't, it's essential in the pick and roll, which has become the new move, the new go-to move, much like the wildcat in football. I don't think it's new. the pick. I think it's been around for yeah, a long well, time. Yeah, well, it's been, but it's a classic move, I guess. Fine, it's not new, but it. 
you stand there and people run into you and you pretty much just stand still the whole game. And I'd like a little bit more motion in my basketball game. So other than just dribbling the ball and shooting free <laughs> throws, than, yeah, other than just yeah, other than the FTS, I'd prefer to uh, be better at basketball. Philby, when teams were playing you, did they employ the uh, hack a Philby methodology yes, to send you to the free throw line? They would be like, oh, that kid can't shoot. Good strategy. <laughs> I would definitely say golf. Um, just be well. I mean, I started playing a few years ago, but I haven't really. I've only played a couple of times over the last two years or so. Um, but uh, you just got that slice, and it's just so there's so minute details within your swing and with your wrists and with your hips and stuff like that. That's all in the hips. It's all that's right. In good the lifelong hips. sport. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I'd, I'd agree with golf. I mean, I'd say all sports because I'm not very good at one sport. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but golf would be a good one. It's a good uh, business thing to know. It's Seems like the common white person sport that you should be good at. <laughs> Taking clients out. Yeah. Neil? Uh, well, my main method of exercise is running. So I'm inclined to say running, but I mean, I think... You're already not, pretty good at that. Uh, yeah, I'm you? already very amazing at that. <laughs> you win your um, age group, I think you're okay. <laughs> so maybe just but, running uh, nonchalant four-minute miles. Yes, exactly. What about uh, race walking? I do not have any desire to do that. Uh, I think I would say volleyball, and not... Maybe kind of what Philby said, but uh, with basketball, I really do want to be able to jump higher. That's really the only thing that I want. Well, white people can't jump. I know. Knows yeah. that. <laughs> There's a movie made about it. Another documentary. White men can't jump. Uh, other breaking news. Our good friend Bridget has just chimed in on the uh, freeze to death or drown debate. She says, easy peasy, you fall asleep before you freeze to death. Ooh, I agree. Good caveat. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so there's that. Bridget also just chimed in with another would you rather. Would you rather give up sleeping on a pillow or using condiments for the rest of your life? Condiments, not condoms. <laughs> apparently, I'm glad you specified that. <laughs> apparently this was a serious debate for her that just happened the other day. If we can sell it right here, once and for all. Philby, would you rather give up sleeping on a pillow or using ketchup and mustard, etc.? I'm sticking to ketchup and mustard and giving up a pillow. I can't live without the extra spice in the life of hot sauce and mustard. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it better to sleep with less pillows? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, I just play one on TV. <laughs> Plant physiology is not equivalent to human physiology. <laughs> I'd have to agree with you, Philby. I don't think I could give up hot sauce or barbecue sauce for things. I would give up a pillow, I think is what, yeah, sleeping on a pillow. So I'll give up a pillow because I sleep on two or three. Oh, <laughs> my pamper and all my. Oh, well, uh... is, is cheese a condiment? Oh, um, uh, what's it's, consensus? I don't think so. It's a topping. I don't think it's so. not. It's a topping. topping. Okay. It's not. Yeah, uh, it's not a condiment. Right. However, I, I, however I, queso sauce would be a yeah, condiment. That's <laughs> I, re I really, I really like pillows. <laughs> I'd, I'd give up condiments. I'd be okay with that as long as I can still put cheese yeah, on. Yeah, as long as we get toppings, yeah. I can live with that. That's right. PJ? Oh, see, I, I love condiments, and I love pillows. <laughs> PJ actually sleeps on a condiment pillow, for those of you that don't know. It's gross. There are little... Where I can bring chicken nuggets into bed, and they're little <laughs> packets of ketchup. His, uh, his Why would pillow, you want instead of being filled with uh, fla or, uh, flowers and feathers, is filled with mayo and ketchup nuggets. <laughs> it's kind of like a waterbed of a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Just different ports that I can... All right, get serious. What would you rather? Come on. This is serious. I mean, I don't think I could give up pillows. I, I've had some uh, trouble sleeping in the past with my 
you know, pillows, and I, I just wouldn't sleep very well. It, as much as I love condiments, and I think, really, condiments can make or break a sandwich. For Spice sure. of life, condiments. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just have to go with pillows. Uh, in case you are already not following uh, another Neil, you can feel free to follow me on Twitter. But Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, is great. He's a astrophysicist that's on PBS a lot. He's really smart and also very funny. But he informed me that tonight is a harvest moon. And so I think that brings us to our next topic, which is favorite fall drinks. Uh, they talked about ciders a little bit last week. Uh, I'm a big fan of Oktoberfest beer. But my favorite fall drink is one that I made up. Uh, it's called a Conneaut Lee, oh. and it uh, it includes warm apple cider, uh, preferably purchased from a local uh, orchard by our house. And then our friend Lee, uh, her family has a vodka company uh, called Boyd and Blair that is very delicious. It's actually potato vodka. I can vouch for that. It's delicious. It is delicious. It's so still, you uh, still in Aspen Wall, I believe. Uh, there you go. So you heat up the apple cider, and uh, I like it best hot, and then mix in a couple shots of vodka, and it's delicious. I'd, I'd concur that that is my favorite. Philly? I definitely like uh, pun, uh, Punking. Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, strong imperial beer. And no, I thought you were actually trying to say pumpkin. <laughs> no, pumpkin. <laughs> He's enunciated. <laughs> pumpkin. And uh, making sure to say the G extra hard. And uh, yeah, it's delicious. Uh, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of nutmeg. It's a good beer. Do you have any other uh, runner-ups? Nah, that's my favorite. That's the only one I drink. Or the Weyerbacher beer, but seriously, Pumpkin. And PJ, what about your favorite fall drink? You know, I love the changing of the seasons. Uh, it kind of brings a fresh, new look uh, in nature and kind of keeps you in the cycles. Um, one of my favorite parts about the changing of the season is the seasonal beers. And Oktoberfest is definitely uh, one of the uh, great... Uh, seasons and uh, there are a lot of great ones out there. A lot of great really... seasons. <laughs> a lot of great October. You got winter, you got summer. Don't forget spring. Uh, but there, are, there are a lot of uh, Christmas is also a great time for seasonal beers. But uh, this, so this is kind of ramping up into the kind of real specialty, uh, you know, beers that they that breweries will just make smaller batches of, and it's usually very high quality and uh, overall. Quite the tasty beverage. Your favorite of the Oktoberfests? Uh, you know, I just had so many, and they kind of all, you know, I mean, Great Lakes Oktoberfest is very solid. We just had the Penn Brewery mm -hmm. Oktoberfest is very good. Um, I, I would say I've never met an Oktoberfest I didn't like. Sam Adams is good. Yeah. It's time for corrections, as suggested to us by Lisa and Miranda. First, uh... Correction here. Philby uh, said the pick and roll just came into vogue and that it was somewhat akin to the wildcat in football. Uh, Wikipedia advises that the pick and roll, also called the screen roll or a shortened to a screen roll, which may be hyphenated in basketball, is an offensive play in which a player sets a screen pick for a teammate handling the ball, then slips behind the defender to accept a pass. In the NBA, this came into vogue in the 1990s. And contrary to the flavor of the week, this has developed into the league's bread and butter. <laughs> I, want to, I don't want to say you're wrong, but I you want are to get wrong. better at basketball. <laughs> that's what I said. I want to get better at basketball. Well, that'd be a good place to start because that's the bread and butter of the NBA. Knowing the history is a good place to start. The more you know. Second correction brought to you by Philby. Philby, take it away. In our last podcast, we talked about uh, Mumford and Sons' new album, uh, Babel. And in the UK pronunciations, it is Babel. But in American English, it is Babel or Babel, influenced by the onomatopoeia Babel, B-A-B-B-L-E. 
Third and final uh, correction here. We mentioned The Walking Dead one or two podcasts ago. We couldn't think of the name of the sword-wielding hooded figure that was shown in the season finale. Her name is Michonne, and she is something we are looking forward to in the new season. Tonight we'd like to say thank you to our Would You Rather commentators, Kathy, Kelly, Bridget, and Mappy, and also like to thank our guest stars, Neil and PJ. You can follow them both on Twitter at their Twitter handles. Uh, I am keeping underscore it underscore Neil, and that's N-E-I-L. I'd also like to plug Neil deGrasse Tyson's Twitter handle, uh, second funniest Neil on Twitter, I think, uh, at Neil Tyson, and both of those Neils are N-E-I-L. Uh, <clears throat> my Twitter handle is at PJ Dubber. P-J-D-U-B-B-E-R. Um, and, uh, gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for having us on. Yeah, it was, was definitely fun. a business doing pleasure with you. <laughs> and also, I'd have you look forward to the Bendy and Philby show Twitter handle coming to the interweb soon. There you'll be able to submit questions, comments, and concerns. Thank you to our listeners for listening. Yep, thanks guys, and until next time, we are signing off.